Hey guys, how are you feeling these days? What's on your mind? What's in your body? Are you experiencing new levels of stress and anxiety? I know I am. And I want to dedicate today's episode for teaching you a simple yet powerful technique to help you de-stress. And it's all about dropping an anchor. So let's give you the intro and drop an anchor. Welcome to the Apparently Parent Podcast. My name is Iran Katz, and I'm a clinical psychologist, a parenting counselor, and also a father. In this show, we combine the art of parenting with the science of psychology. So, if you want to understand your children and yourself better, lead your family into calmer waters, and reach the end of the day with a smile on your face, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Iran Katz. So hello again, my friends, and welcome to this episode of the Apparently Parent Podcast. Those of you who don't know me, my name is Aran. I'm a clinical psychologist, I'm a parenting counselor, and usually this is a place for talking about parenting and psychology, but today's topic is relevant to you all, even if you're not a parent. And if you are, the technique you're going to learn is uh, useful both for you and your kids. So... In the last couple of weeks, we were all thrown into a kind of crazy reality, right? No matter where you live in the world, I'm sure you're affected by the coronavirus somehow. And I think that none of us, or at least most of us, have never ever experienced something similar. And one of the hardest things in these kind of situations is how uncertainty is all around us, all of a sudden. The fact that we don't know what's going to happen makes room for a lot of stress and anxiety. However, the truth is that we live with uncertainty our entire lives. We never really know what's going to happen. We have no idea how long we're going to live. And people who are wiser than me have already said that the only certainty in life is the end of life. But our brains do a really, really good job of dealing with uncertainty. Because... And you heard me say this before, our brain has one seemingly simple job, and that is to keep us alive. That's why your brain is constantly seeking order in everything. Your brain wants to explain things, it wants to rationalize things, and they, it tends to put things in neat little boxes. And it's also constantly looking for danger. Because if you see danger, you can prepare yourself to handle danger. This is why our brains are constantly looking for dangerous signals. And usually, in regular days, it works just fine. You get up in the morning, you get dressed, you go to school, you go to work, you do whatever you need to do, and you go through the day, and then there's another day, and so on. And sometimes during those days, you encounter something that your brain interprets as a danger, and then you feel scared. You feel the emotion we call fear. And fear is an emotion with a sole purpose, and that is to make you alert to the danger in front of you. And fear's action tendency, the thing that fear wants you to do, is to run away. And I know that sometimes we have a fight response, we want to fight the danger, and sometimes we freeze. Okay, so you... You've probably heard about the fight-and-flight response and maybe even the fight-flight-or-freeze. However, the first thing we want to do is run away. But sometimes our brains recognize the danger in stuff that isn't really dangerous. That's where anxiety kicks in. For example, if you have what's known as a stage fear, stage fright, or a fear of public speaking, 
You can feel the exact symptoms of fear when you go on a stage as if there's a saber-toothed tiger in the bushes. But there isn't. Your life is not in danger when you get on that stage, right? That's the main difference between anxiety and fear. However, these days are not usual days. There's this thing going around in the world, happening in the world right now, that is really genuinely scary. And we can't see it. It's a virus, it's invisible. And there's, at least for me sometimes, there's this feeling that it can creep up on you from, from nowhere. And that is really scary. So there's a lot of uncertainty around us and you may feel that you can't control anything right now. What was considered known and safe suddenly isn't. Think about shaking hands. Did you ever consider it to be dangerous before? And you may have been told to stay at home. Where I live right now, schools are shut down for at least almost two weeks. And for the past week, people have been told to stay at home as much as possible. Usually I record this from my office and now I'm recording from home, for example. Some people lost their jobs or were put on unpaid leave and we watch the stock market plummet and none of us know what will happen in the economy and we can't even meet our friends to relax with them and we can't see our extended families like maybe some of you are used to, etc. So this is putting a lot of pressure on us and it's so natural for in this situation for us to feel anxious and stressed and feel even like there's no way out of this, right? But what I'm going to offer you today is a way to get back a sense of control and bring yourself back into some sense of being centered when the stress or the fear becomes too much. And just for start, let's acknowledge that we live in a weird reality right now. Those are kind of uncharted territories for most of us and we don't have a lot of control over what is going to happen. And in situations like this, fear, anxiety and stress are completely natural. And our minds, they tend to fall into ruminative loops, trying to get some sense of control. This is where thoughts about the future, what's going to happen for good or bad, fill your mind. But as natural as these thoughts are, they're not really helping us out. So what I want you to do is to focus on the things that you have control over. You can control the economy. You can control what your politicians do. You can control how the virus quote-unquote behaves. But you can control what you're going to do. And that goes a long, long way. And I'm not talking only about washing your hands and being distant from other people. Those are things that you can do, yeah, and you should do. And they do have influence on how things will turn out, right? But today I'm focusing on what you can do for the sake of your inner world. Now, I'm no sailor, but if you've listened to me before, you know how much I love sailing metaphors. And this situation brings one to mind. So imagine your life as sailing on the sea. And up until recently, the sea was quite calm. You may have had some bad weather, even storms every now and then, but nothing too big. But all of a sudden, this huge storm gathered on the horizon. And in the beginning, it was far away, but now it's here. And the storm brings really strong winds and rain and lightning and it's all causing really huge waves of bad emotions such as fear, anger, worry and sadness. So what does a ship do when a storm comes? It drops an anchor into the ocean. And the anchor is heavy enough and it can lodge itself to the ground to keep the ship from turning over during the storm. And then the ship has to weather the storm until it ends. 
and I can promise you the storm always ends. So how do we drop an emotional anchor? We do so by using a simple technique called grounding. I use it a lot with my clients who suffer from panic attacks and I use it on myself sometimes and I taught it to my kids as well. It's really useful both for adults and children. And grounding, it has a few simple steps that you can follow and I'm going to teach it to you now, but you can already go to the show notes of this episode at apparentlyparent.com forward slash seven, okay, the number seven, where you can download a cheat sheet that you can print out and put on your refrigerator or on your front door or wherever you're going to see it when you need it. When you feel stressed, go to that page and use the technique that I'm going to explain to you right now. It's going to be written all over there as well, all right? So when you feel stress building in your body, or a flow of panicky thoughts stopping you uh, from handling whatever is going on. Okay, what I want you what I want you to do is to stop what you're doing and push your feet into the ground. Okay, you can sit down or you can stand up, it doesn't matter. Just push your feet hard into the ground. Feel yourself being grounded into the earth. Now take a couple of long, soothing breaths and notice what's going on in your body and in your mind. And tell yourself what's going on. Name it. For example, I'm feeling my heart pounding. I'm having this tightness in my chest. I'm afraid of getting sick. I'm scared of losing my home, etc. And now after you've done this, I want you to look around and search for five different colors in your surroundings. Okay, just notice five different things with different colors. Here's a blue thing. Here's a red thing, etc. Take your time and keep breathing long, soothing breaths. And now try to notice five different sounds in your surroundings and keep breathing slowly. And by doing so, you may notice that your mind will divert back to those scary thoughts and that's okay. That's your mind doing what it knows how to do. Just notice your thoughts or sensations, but keep going back to breathing and grounding your body, pushing your feet to the ground. Some people may push their palms together or stretch their arms up to the sky whatever is helping you okay but first push your feet to the ground and again notice five different colors five different sounds etc and the whole point is not to stop thinking or feeling it's all about learning to be with what's coming up while also diverting our attention to somewhere else because those scary thoughts they're just thoughts and they don't serve you right now And as you do that, usually you'll start feeling the pressure lift and the stress levels go down. Not instantly and not for eternity, but it will happen. Now, another technique that I like to use here is called body scan. And it's a great way of putting our attention into our bodies. Imagine that your attention is like a laser beam scanning your body from the top of your head to your toes, slowly. And in each part, notice what you're feeling. What do your ears feel like? What does your neck feel like? What does your chest feel like? What do your arms feel like, etc. And don't try to change anything. Don't judge yourself. And if your mind wanders, go back to where you were and keep going from the top of your head up to your toes, down to your toes. And notice where your body feels good and where it doesn't. Now, I do suggest that you search for guided grounding meditations or body scans. There's a lot of them on YouTube. I'll put some on the show notes of this episode. And again, go to apparentlyparent.com forward slash seven 
and watch some of those YouTubes over there and also download the simple cheat sheet of the grounding method and that I taught you before. Now I want to talk about something else that is related to dealing with this sense of no control. So this period is giving us an opportunity to tune inside and to reach into what is most important for us. And I mean our values. And those are not the values that society tries to instill in you. I'm talking about the values that come from within you. They define not who you are, but who you aspire to be. What kind of a parent do you want to be? What kind of a spouse do you want to be? What kind of a son or a daughter? What kind of an employer or an employee? Mainly, what kind of a person do you want to be? And now, more than ever, what kind of a person do you want to be in these times? And I bet that your mind has words popping out, uh, popping into it such as caring or strong. Just notice what's coming up. And you know what? Here's a nice experiment that you can do right now. Take a moment. And if you're comfortable, close your eyes, unless you're driving, of course. And imagine yourself in the future when everything is behind us and we're back to normal. And you sit with someone who cares about you. It could be your spouse, it could be your, a good friend, or maybe a, your parent or one of your children. And you talk about this period and that person tells you about what you were for them and what you meant for them during these times. And it's really important that you try to imagine what do you want them to say about you. Not what you think they will, but what do you want them to say about you. Take your time and do that. And this will tell you what your values are. And your values, they represent a certain quality that you're trying to achieve, but you will never fully get there. This is where values differ from goals, because with values, you're trying to get to the horizon. So it's an ongoing, never-ending journey, but a very satisfying one. However, you may feel right now that everything is just frozen, right? You may have lost your job, or maybe you're trying to work from home while taking care of little kids or whatever. You just feel that your goals are frozen. And that may be true in a sense, but your values are still there and very much alive. So what can you do right now for your partners, for your kids? Who can you be for your parents? What about who can you be or what can you be for other people in your community? And not less important, what can you be for yourself? It's so important that you make space for yourself in all of this. This is especially true if you have a responsibility for someone else, like children. Just like on an airplane, if the oxygen masks fall down, you must first put one on yourself and only then on your child. And why is that? Because your children need your confidence. They need you to feel confident and, and you, they need you to have air. So please, find whatever helps you feel good and gives you air. Okay? If it's 10 minutes without anyone and being alone in, a, in your room or going out for a short walk if that's possible or maybe have a, a, a yoga class online or whatever whatever does you good it serves your family as well so you deserve it and your family deserve it as well find that and share that thing with other people you can teach other people what helps you and maybe inspire some people other people to take care of themselves as well so this is it for today, and if you have anything you want to ask me about how to deal with this uh, issue, with this coronavirus situation we're in, for yourself or as a parent, feel free to uh, ask me. If you have anything that you'd like me to discuss in upcoming episodes, don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me on Instagram, I'm at apparentlyparent, and I'd love to hear from you over there. You can direct message me anytime you want. And you can also go to the show notes of this episode at apparentlyparent.com forward slash seven. 
Again, you can download the cheat sheet of the grounding method and you can uh, reach out to me over there by filling out a form with your questions and I will do my best to answer them uh, as soon as possible. And stay safe, everyone. Wash your hands and never forget, every storm has an end. I'll see you soon.